0: The Church Fellowship of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, is pleased to bring you this Bible study program called Shi'ar Jashub. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be concluding a sermon by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. This sermon, part of his series on heavenly authority, continued the study into the biblical qualifications for the New Testament office of administrations, those positions alternately titled pastor, elder, or bishop. And Pastor Greg is in the letter to Titus chapter one, where Paul has given instructions to Titus for the appointing of elders. When we left off in verse nine, the apostles said that the bishop must be self-controlled, quote, holding fast, The faithful word as he has been taught, that he may be able, by sound doctrine, both to exhort and convict those who contradict. Before we return to the message, let me remind you about our church website at shearjashub.org. Serious times require serious Bible study. And on shearjashub.org, you will find a library of radio and video programs to help you in your walk with the Lord. And there is information about the Church of Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle. You can check Isaiah chapter 7, verse 3, for the spelling of Shear Jashub. Here is Pastor Greg
1: Scalso. <music> By sound doctrine, by the Word of God, by the basics he should know, he can warn them of what's coming and encourage them, those who are entrusted to his care. And he can oppose and convict and maybe convince the talkbackers, those that uh, oppose what he says. But to do that, you need to know the Word of God. Should the leadership know God's Word, what does Paul say here? How important is it to the Apostle? Remember we studied in 1 Timothy, able to teach, right? Here it says, holding fast the faithful word as he has been taught that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and to convict those who contradict, those who come against. The people in the church need exhorting, the talkbackers need convicting, and there needs to be a knowledge of the Word of God to be able to do that sound teaching. The apostles understood the word that Jesus gave to them that was revealed to them and brought to their mind by the Holy Spirit was so necessary to have the pure teaching of God. And if we don't think it's necessary in the church, look at all the tangents that, in Christian history, the church has gone off on, that you can get to a point that people can walk into a church service and do so many non-word, non-sound doctrine things that they think they're being religious and walk out and never really hear the gospel of Jesus Christ how important it is in every church to have sound teaching of the basics of the word the word of god the lagos the word of god and the leadership the elders the pastors the overseers the bishops are the ones responsible to take that which they were taught which brought them salvation And Teach the others and bring it to the others. We know some are called to be teachers But every elder should know the basics the foundations of the faith to exhort to encourage and then to convict those who contradict Because there are going to be many distractions the devil loves to bring in issues to distract and to take one area of Scripture and twist it that people go off on to the exclusion of all the rest. So if the elders don't know the full Word of God, you'll have distractions within the church by imaginations and wrong teachings that will bring it down a path that will see the apostasies that you see throughout history in the Christian church and also from outside the church. Look in verse 10. For there are many, Paul says, the reason for verse 9, for clinging to the Lagos, the faithful Lagos, the sound doctrine, the Didache, for there are many insubordinate, many insubordinate, both idle talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision, whose mouths must be stopped who subvert whole households, teaching things which they ought not for the sake of dishonest gain. And there you have the dishonest gain again. For the sake of dishonest gain, you'll have false teachers coming in and just throwing everything apart to get money to themselves, bringing in false doctrine or twisting doctrine. And then you have all the teaching on the outside, all the things in the world that can corrupt the people of God. You know, when you take a something very hot, like a hot pot of coffee, and you take something very cold, a cold block of ice, you put them together, the block of ice melts, but the coffee cools off, the hot pot cools off. And in society, that's what we're like when we're in the world. We go out in the world on fire, and we come across unbelievers and all their ideas. And you know, our ideas will rub off on them, do you know that as you, as you talk day in and day out about the Lord, little by little, you're making a change on them, but don't be surprised as you are in contact with them that they're not making a change on you, that their ideas aren't affecting you. You look back in church history, I was reading a book um, a couple of weeks ago about some of the early arguments in the church in the 200s about the nature of God and the Trinity, And some of it is so so outside of what we're used to in the scriptures and one of the reasons was that the people of that day good-hearted believers Christians who really loved the Lord were so influenced by the Greek culture which permeated the civilized world and it has such a Greek way of thinking a Greek logic that influenced their way of understanding the scriptures unintentionally and we're affected today in American society by the certain Things are accepted as true, which are not biblical, but they will impact us even as we impact the world. So there's so many distractions outside the church, inside the church with those who for, for deceitful gain, for, as he say here, dishonest gain, will bring in teachings that subvert, that bring down whole households. They ruin whole Christian households, he says by their teachings, by their words. Teaching is important. Teaching is important. By their wrong teachings, they destroy Christian households. And he says their mouths must be stopped. Well, how do they get stopped? It's not enough if a Jehovah Witness comes to your door and you say, well, I, I'm a Christian, I believe in Jesus Christ, but you can cannot answer back one of the arguments they give you. Right? You can't convince them, you can't convict them, you can't make them walk away. Matter of fact, if you don't know your scriptures, they may quote a few scriptures to you and you may walk away. It's hard to say, gee, do they have a point there? Christians too often do not know the Word, the faithful Lagos. That which they were taught, because you know why? Many who are believers in Christ have never really been taught. And it's part of our lack of self-control of our generation. That lack of self-control, the lack of self-power is the same thing that keeps the average American attention span to five minutes. So that if you have an issue of importance, it's not so much what people say about the issue. It's the one-minute commercial that's on television that tries to get emotional reaction. The attention span of children in school is getting less and less. Today, a person graduating with a graduate degree has about the mental capability of a person graduating from eighth grade a hundred years ago. You know, they graduated eighth grade and they went out and they worked and they could write letters. Read some of those letters of the people in the Civil War. You can't get a high school graduate or college graduate to write like that today. We have short attention spans because they're really not taught. Huge amounts of money are spent on education Your taxes go to support an educational system that really doesn't teach because there's no foundation in God. And too often in the church, there's no time for teaching. There's no time to understand the things of God. Could you imagine if every person that desired a position to be an elder, and overseer, really took time to look at 1 Timothy and Titus and see what God was calling them to? Totally different church. A lack of teaching will bring in false teaching. And the only way you confront false teaching is that sound doctrine, that word of God that they should have been taught, that they now have the responsibility to give to the next generation. And all these imaginations and false teachings in the the face of the gospel of Jesus Christ, if somebody really knows the gospel of Jesus, they fall apart very quickly. You know, if you have a mustard seed of knowledge and the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, all these cults fall away very quickly. Unfortunately, in the Christian church, many do not even have that that nugget, that rudimentary knowledge, that basic foundation in the logos of God to be able to exhort and convict and convince those that bring false teachings which ruin whole households. Um, What a list we have here between 1 Timothy chapter 3 and Titus chapter 1, a list that should be read over and over by ministers and elders of the Lord. Hospitable, a lover of what is good, sober-minded, just, holy, self-controlled, clinging to the faithful word as we have been taught that we may be able by that same teaching, that sound doctrine to exhort, and then also to convict those who are talkbackers, who contradict those who oppose the Word of God. Father, we thank you for your instructions. You give us clear guidance in your Word, Father. There are things that are difficult to understand, and this is not one of them. You make very clear, just with these two letters, what you desire, the leadership, the directors, the helmsmen of your church to be like. And Father, there is no ambiguity in it. You desire them to be good stewards. Father, we pray that you would raise up in all your Christian churches throughout this globe men who would understand the holiness of their call and dedicate themselves to be good stewards unto you. In Jesus' name, amen amen.
0: While our radio programs are from past sermons, current sermons are live-streamed on YouTube every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. Join us for in-depth Bible messages by Pastor Greg and Associate Pastor Francis David, for a celebration of the Lord's Supper, and for prayer and conversation by Pastor Greg and myself. I know you will find it a special anointed time. You can search YouTube for the Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle channel, or you can use the link on our church website at shiarjashub.org. The programs are then posted on YouTube and rumble.com for 24-7 access. Join us next time for Shi'ar Jashub.